0: In a previous episode of Motors, we showed you how to install some killer off-road LED lights on our 2014 Polaris RZR XP-1000. Well, today we're going to show you how to install four more aftermarket products for this side-by-side, including a particle separator to keep that air intake filter clean, a new clutch for increasing performance, a complete new dash kit, and some cargo bags to keep things from flying out. Then, Alan drives toward a cure for Parkinson's disease while test driving the new Kia Stinger GT. Now I love off-roading as much as the next guy, especially in the dunes. The problem is that when you're hitting it hard like this, where do you think all that dirt and sand ends up? Not just in your face, but your vehicle's air filter. And it can only take so much before it clogs up and affects engine performance. If only there was a way to pre-filter this gunk before it hits your air filter. Well there is, and it's pretty amazing too. Check this out. Using the same air filtration system found in military helicopters, the S and B particle separator ejects 94% of the dusty air before it hits your air filter. The end result is your air filter stays cleaner up to 15 times longer. With better airflow, you maintain top engine performance and fuel economy. Just check out the two air filters, the one on the left ran without the separator. The system includes everything you need for a quick and easy installation. First, dirty air enters the 19 vortex tubes where they spin to separate the dirt from the air, blowing the dirt out the back. The clean air is then sent down through the duct to your air filter. You can mount the system above the roof, just below it, or on the bottom roll bar between the seats, which is where we decided to mount it, using the supplied universal hardware. The system acts as a giant air intake, breathing in air and separating the dirt and sand particles by blowing it straight out the back. The end result is your factory intake system receives the cleanest air possible, resulting in better fuel economy and improved performance. After installing a separator, remove the factory intake cover and replace it with the one provided by SNB. This allows for the duct where the stock one couldn't. Install the adapter for the factory air intake inlet which will accept the duct using the supplied clamp. Tighten using an 8mm nut driver. The supplied 39-inch flexible ducting is meant to work even when the separator is mounted above the roof. In our case, it's too long, so be sure to cut it down to size and then install your new intake cover. Your factory air filter will thank you later for doing this install, but first we've got some wiring to do before it's operational. After removing the driver's seat, which is super easy, mount the supplied relay beneath the driver's seat and then connect it up to the battery. Then you'll need to route part of the wiring from the relay out to the back behind the seat belt like we did right here. That wire from the relay that we just routed out to the back gets connected to the taillight wiring harness. The SNB provides an adapter to make this go smoothly. You'll need to tap into the red wire, which is the power source, in order to complete the wiring process. We just use the provided posi-tap to make this easy. Then plug the wiring harness back into the taillight. light. S&B offers optional color matched face plates. We got the one in red to match our RZR. The end result is something that looks factory but provides incredible value for your Polaris RZR. It's easy to install too. Now when we come back from our break, we're going to add a performance mod. Looking for more power for your Polaris RZR? Try an aftermarket clutch. Dalton Industries offers this one size fits all adjustable solution. It includes a machined billet helix that offers several different profiles allowing you flexibility depending on the terrain you choose. It improves your acceleration, back shifting and more. Start by jacking up your RZR, removing the left rear wheel, the clutch cover and the belt. Be sure to take a photo of the belt before you remove it so that you put it back in the exact same way. Remove the primary clutch center bolt and be sure to keep the spacers as they were. You'll also need this, a primary clutch pulling tool, also available from Dalton, in order to remove the drive clutch. Now be careful with the next step because the primary spring is under a lot of pressure. That spring needs to be replaced with the new one from Dalton, so first remove the six 3 8 inch bolts and the clutch cover plate. And be sure to first mark the position of the plate so you put it back on the same way. Dalton's kit comes with new adjustable flyweights. This rivet, essentially a tip weight, needs to be pushed into the tip of the flyweight using a large shot press, all in the same direction. We chose the 1.8 gram size, which is perfect for mixed use trail riding. A setup guide is provided to determine which ones you should use for your needs. Now when installing the flyweights, use the provided thrust washers on each side, just be sure not to over-tighten. Remove the stock primary spring and replace it with the new one from Dalton. Using your alignment marks as a guide, reinstall the cover, then the primary clutch assembly, torquing the center bolt to 96 foot-pounds. Remove the secondary clutch, then the four torque screws on the back side of it. Now these are pretty stubborn, so we hit each one of them with heat for about 15 seconds, then used an impact wrench to pull them out. The factory helix slides right out to be replaced by the new one shown to the left. Now things get a little bit tricky. You have to remove this beefy snap ring, but that big red spring below it is pushing up against it, so you have to use a shot press to push down the retainer cap and release the pressure. Be sure to wear safety glasses because there's a good chance the snap ring will come flying off. Swap out the spring, then use a shot press again to push the retainer cap down and reinstall the snap ring. Install the new helix using your selected ramp for your application. For us, in mostly sand use, we selected C2, which is engraved right on the helix. Ensure that number is directly over the roller in the clutch. Reinstall the torque screws using blue thread locker, then reinstall the completed secondary clutch assembly and torque the bolt to 36 foot-pounds. Finally, reinstall the belt, referring to the photo you should have taken earlier, the cover, and you're good to go. The improvement in torque was immediately noticeable. On inclines, the RZR climbed faster and harder than ever before. Performance overall was snappier, too. This was a worthy upgrade. The stock RZR XP1000 dash is pretty basic. It could use an upgrade, something like this, the IQ3 from Racepak. This complete plug and play dash kit includes a replacement dash mount panel and the pre-programmed IQ3 display that plugs right into the factory ECU harness. This instantly provides all the data the factory dash did with the addition of Racepak's internal GPS, which provides a whole lot more. There are optional accessories that we received as well, such as a belt temp sensor and an oil pressure sensor. To install, first remove the hood, then using a Torx T40 driver, remove the two fasteners that secure the dashboard in place. You can then lift the dashboard out once you've disconnected all the factory wiring harnesses. Next remove the switches, the ignition switch, and the 12 volt power. Drill two holes in the front where the display goes to mount the two toggle switches. The black one gets mounted to the left and the red one to the right. Now the holes for mounting the display aren't pre-drilled, so grab a drill driver and fix that. Now, don't do what we did and install things out of order. The toggle switches need to be mounted after you install the display, including the clear protective cover, otherwise you won't be able to get it in. After the display is in place, install the provided hardware on the backside by hand, including the lock washer first, then the nut. Do not over-tighten, otherwise you might damage the LCD screen. Connect the two wiring harnesses, then reinstall the dash. Not only does the iQ3 dashboard look factory, but it also provides so much more data that's easier to see. The two toggle switches allow you to view over 20 different functions on the dash panel. You can toggle between pages to view engine temp, GPS direction and altitude, a clock, fuel economy, battery voltage speed, and a whole lot more. A big problem with most side-by-sides is that there's just no place to put your stuff. The guys at Rig Gear are putting a stop to that with a complete line of custom-fit bags for the Polaris RZR XP1000 and other vehicles like this rear cargo bag, food and beverage cooler, hydration bag, and door bags. The door bags are an exact fit match to the stock RZR doors. They're easy to install using the factory hole locations on the door and the supplied tree clips. Stuff your gloves, goggles, your phone, and maybe even a water bottle in the door bag for easy access. Plus they provide some nice padding for your knees. The rear cargo bag is huge, has multiple compartments and secures down using nylon straps so it stays put. Their food and beverage cooler even has an adjustable shelf to keep food separate from beverages to keep them cool and dry, and it secures down pretty well too. Their hydration bag can be secured anywhere with an easy access tube for a quick sip on those long rides in the heat. And now Alan steps into the new Kia Stinger GT, drives toward a cure for Parkinson's disease, heads to a rally, visits Canopa Motorsports in Northern California, a dude ranch, and more. Take it away, Mr. Taylor.
1: Chris, today I'm driving toward a cure for Parkinson's disease with a rally and an auction. I test drive the all-new Kia Stinger GT on some of the best roads California has to offer. We're fortunate enough to visit the world-renowned Canapa Motorsports and Collector Car Museum, where everything is for sale. We also get a dose of original horsepower at a beautiful Santa Barbara wine country dude ranch. With lap times as fast as the 2018 Porsche Panamera and outperforming the 2018 BMW 640i Grand Coupe M Sport, I've been looking forward to getting behind the wheel of the all-new Kia Stinger Gran Turismo. My journey begins in beautiful San Francisco as a Northern California adventure awaits as we drive toward a cure with the all-new Kia Stinger GT. The Stinger's elegant C-pillar design instantly reminds me of the 1930s Fastback Silhouette, which was designed to create a sense of speed and power. Kia has teamed up with The Drive Toward a Cure, which is a program designed to provide a premium experience while raising much-needed funds to continue the search for a cure for Parkinson's disease while also supporting patient care. After we properly tag our stinger, we leave the city and head south towards Santa Cruz to meet up with the drive toward a cure group. Right out of the gate, the 376 pound-feet of torque at 1300 RPMs gives me the rush I was hoping for. And the zero to 60 in 4.4 seconds and 365 horsepower is definitely comparable to the BMW 640i Grand Coupe M Sport. The Stinger's 8 speed transmission shift lever was designed after the ergonomic function of controls used by pilots for smooth, precise shifting. Great for these meandering country roads en route to Scotts Valleys and Canapa Motorsports. Since 1980, Bruce Canapa has not only piloted powerful race cars, but has earned a worldwide reputation of quality, performance, and style at his automotive Nirvana, Canapa Motorsports. So I've known Bruce Canipa for 20 years, but I had no idea that he had this place. Carl Brower, you're on this uh, fun little event we're doing. Let's talk about this for a minute. It's the Drive for a Cure, mm-hmm. and it's, it's special to both of us, but we also get to geek out over these hot cars, but maybe you talk about why are you involved with the Drive for the Cure? And this is, I believe, the third year now for this drive,
0: and I've been hearing about it and how well it's done in terms of raising money for uh, Parkinson's disease as well as giving people a good time to enjoy the vehicles that are on this road. I just think about any one of these cars, and and there are million plus dollar cars all over the place. There's a couple five plus, 10 plus million dollar cars. And that alone would make the shop worth coming to, but then you go back and you see what they're doing with these cars, the kind of mechanical and, and engineering finesse that's going on back there. It's hard not to want to be a part of a charity drive that includes a car guy experience like this.
1: This 70,000 square foot facility is where the world's best automotive artisans work to preserve some of the most important road cars and competition vehicles for generations to come. Talking with Zach Todd right now, and he works at Canapa. This is the showroom where everything is for sale. I know Bruce, what is Canapa to the rest of the world? Canapa is a world leading collector car sales. We do restorations. We also do motorsports preparation and a lot of special projects including the new Porsche 959 SC that we've just released. We basically sell top 10% of anything that you can find out there. The museum's got a lot of everything. We've got a 1967 Shelby Super Snake from Don Perdome. We've got a Porsche 917K, one of the original homogulation cars. We have Mark Donahue's AMC Javelin. And we also have a LMP1 car from Audi in 2009. And we have the 1976 Tyrell P34 six-wheeler F1 car. What is Bruce Canopa best known for? I think his meticulous attention to detail with almost everything that he does, that's why you see all of these projects and all these cars that have this such immense attention to detail and they're so perfect and that's why everybody considers like oh that's a canopy car and that has a kind of prestige to it that a lot of other cars don't have. Well, I've had a great time at Canapa. This museum, this facility is unbelievable. And they're super friendly. They'll let people come in, take photos, check out all the cars.
0: I think if you're a person who's looking to either have one of your cars restored or you're looking to get into this industry and get into this hobby, this would be a great place to start.
1: Yeah, this one right here, by the way, original paint job, 1966 Porsche. Where do you find that? All right, we're going to jump in our cars and take a drive now. Ready? Let's do it. All right. By a convoy, we continue our drive on the gorgeous inland and coastal roads. With a long road ahead, I noticed an important factor in the performance of this vehicle. It's comfort. GT is typically known for a spirited long-distance driving, but with power and rigid dynamics at the expense of luxury and comfort. The Stinger's long wheelbase and low, wide body allows for generous front and rear legroom. Sucked away in the Santa Barbara wine country, we stayed at the Allsol Ranch and Resort, an actual dude ranch frequented by the Hollywood elite. Let's not forget why we're here in the first place, to raise money to help find a cure for Parkinson's disease. I was grateful to have auctioned off a BMW driving school and with a like-minded philanthropic group, we were able to successfully raise money for this debilitating disease. To learn more about the Drive Toward a Cure and its beneficiaries, the Parkinson's Institute or Michael J. Fox Foundation, please visit drivetowardacure.org.
0: Having a big old workbench in your shop is great, but sometimes you need to go mobile and have all of your frequently used tools with you at all times while also having a solid work surface that's easy to clean. Well, Craftsman's new 2000 series 41 inch wide rolling mobile workbench gives you six deep drawers to hold all your tools or tool cases. The drawers have ball bearing slides, support up to 100 pounds, and my favorite feature is these heavy duty drawers that have a gentle, soft close feature. The removable woodwork surface not only protects the top of your cart, but is also super easy to clean. The full grip tubular side handle allows you to grab and go. Need a little extra power? Built right into the side is a power strip with six outlets and two USB ports so you can even charge your phone. Down below, the five x two inch casters support a total of 1,500 pounds so you can load this bad boy up and not have to worry about them locking up on you. Concerned about your neighbors borrowing a little bit too much or your kids walking off with your tools? Well, just lock them up and all 12,681 cubic inches of your precious craftsman tools will remain safe. Made in the USA with global materials, Craftsman also gives you a whopping 10-year limited manufacturer warranty. Now go to Craftsman.com for more information on this mobile workbench and to find out where to buy it. Not too long ago, I showed you the magical wicking action of PB Blaster, which somehow defies gravity by climbing vertically up a rusty bolt. Well, I couldn't believe it, and neither could many of you who saw that segment. Well, now I'm here to tell you about a new evolutionary product from Blaster. This time, they turned their focus to grease, now grease will never be the same again. So their engineers thought, what if we took the penetrating aspects of PB Blaster and added it to a synthetic grease for those rusty and corrosive environments? Well, that's just what they did, and it has redefined what grease can do. I mean, think about it. Grease has the viscosity of peanut butter. It's not moving anywhere fast, but when it meets up with nasty, rusty metal, conventional grease can struggle. That's why this original PB penetrating grease can make a huge difference. Plus, it tastes great, too. Mmm. I'm kidding, I just put peanut butter in there. Just peanut butter. It has the ability to penetrate rust and corrosion, stays on metal surfaces longer than conventional grease, and provides long-lasting lubrication and protection against further rust and corrosion. Not only does it come in the familiar grease cartridge for grease guns, but also in a brush top jar, and is combined with lithium grease in a spray can for quick application. Looking for something a little more specific for your needs? Check out their additional greases for waterproof marine needs, extra tacky red grease, maximum heavy-duty grease, and pro-grade multi-purpose grease. These guys have taken grease to a whole new level with their grease products that contain their time-releasing penetrating action, as well as their additional grease products for your specific applications. I'm going to go finish my sandwich while you head over to blastercorp.com and check out all their great grease products. Hey, welcome to the letters part of the show, where I get to answer your questions and also talk about things that are on my mind. Now, as we move further into the eighth season of the show, we also get closer to that 100th episode, which is just coming up in a few, and I just want to remind you of a couple of things. First, if you're on social media, be sure to follow the show at Motors, this guy at Chris Duke TV, and Alan's at Real Alan Taylor. Now, also, at the time of the airing of this episode, I'm giving away free craftsman tools every week through my Instagram page, so be sure to go there, find that post and enter to win. And I'm also doing other fun things that you can get involved with. So be sure to turn on post and story notifications so that you can get involved. Now our first question comes from Britt, who has a couple, and he writes in and says, hey Chris, just wanted to say I'm a huge fan of the show. I was wondering if you could answer a few questions that have been bugging me. First, what episode of Motors was your favorite one to do and why? Well actually it's this one. Every new episode is my favorite because of all the long hours, the hard work, the blood sweat and tears and everybody that's behind the scenes is so proud to get a new episode out for you guys to watch. Now with this eighth season it's especially more fun for me because of all the changes that have been taking place so I hope it's more fun for you to watch as well. Now Britt asks a second question. He says, if we are always buying new tires because our old ones go bad where does all that rubber go? That's actually a great question. So here's a fun fact for you Britt the average tire loses five to six pounds of rubber throughout its life. Now that's a lot when you think about it because there's four on your vehicle and there's four more on every other vehicle throughout the world. So where does it all go? Well, it either becomes part of the road or it turns into tiny air particles that get airborne or get washed away with the rain. Now, what can you do to prevent it besides not drive anywhere? Well, the best thing to do is just to maintain proper tire pressure. Check all four once a month unless you've got a TPMS sensor to tell you otherwise. Well, I want to thank Britt for his great questions for this episode. Now, if you've got a question you want me to answer on the show, just hit me up on social media or visit the Motors TV website hey guys, that does it for this episode, but coming up I've got a new project vehicle that I'm very excited about working on. It's a classic Chevy truck, it's a C10. And right now all it is is a frame and a cab, and the cab's not even on the frame yet, so we're literally starting from there. But with the help of some new friends out in Arizona who specialize in this type of thing, they're gonna help me bring it to life and make it my new daily driver. So in the next episode I head out there so we can see that frame, the cab, and get started.